Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adultish. So, um, wow, it's been a minute. <laughs> I did not uh, intentionally want to take this long to come back um, from my hiatus, but there were a few things that, you know, happened in the last two months since we last spoke and I needed some time off and I'm gonna you know talk a little bit about that in this coming episode um we are in season two y'all oh my goodness can y'all believe it we're in season two um I decided to just make this a new season um just because I felt like it needed a fresh start a new start and we're gonna be doing some new things so I felt like it was fitting to make this season two um you guys I have been um, a little MIA on social media and the reason why I have been MIA is because and I I I I really stress it to you guys please take care of yourselves take care of your mental take care of your physical body and also take care of your spiritual your spiritual man um i think it's very important that everybody gets a chance to just recharge and not you know always be go 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 and always on instagram instagram social media and whatever like tiktok like you know whatever y'all y'all are on uh, but I really just wanted to um I really needed to I wouldn't say wanted um I needed a, a cleanse I needed a break I needed uh some time away from the noise and a lot of times social media can make a lot of noise can can you know bring a lot of emotion up and you know, sometimes you see things or you, you know, you hear things online and it kind of dampens your mood. It brings you down and, you know, you don't really want that <laughs> all the time. The world itself has enough of that. And, you know, to always be on social media and you're always seeing, you know, whatever it is online and it could just be a lot, it can get a lot. So I made up in my mind, um, I wanna say ending of April, I made up my mind that I was going to take a month off of social media. And someone in my position probably would say that's really dumb because you know, a lot of what I do is social media based or social media driven and um, interacting with people on social media is another uh, part of what I do in my daily, I you know, kind of life. So, you know, someone in my position would definitely think that that's, a, that's just like, what's wrong with you? You don't do stuff like that. That can hurt you know, your following or that can hurt, you know, people that are interested in booking you or looking for you or whatever. And 
all of those answers are absolutely right. All of those, you know, statements are, are true. But what's more important, having a, a big following or having peace of mind at the end of the day? You know, um, I think a lot of us and, you know, most of you know that I am an independent artist and I'm also, you know, coming into doing a lot more things you know, on social media and not even really social media, but just media. And, you know, when you're building a media presence, you do need to be on social media a lot. And because of the different projects and the different things that I'm doing and I'm getting ready to do, it would be smart of me to be on and active. But I realized that because of a lot of things that have happened in, in my life over the past two months, I needed to really just detach myself from the beast and the machine that we call social media. And so um, the first two, three weeks, I'm not going to lie, it was a struggle. And sometimes you don't really realize that it's really a problem, you know, until you really take yourself will push yourself to not do it. I I didn't just delete the app off of everything. I actually deactivated my account. So it would be harder to try to like get in, you know? So I I deactivated my account. I got everything. I, I cleaned it off of my home screens on all my devices and tablet. And, you know, I just said, I'm going to use this time to really get more, I would say, guidance from, you know, God and to, to be more sound, not just spiritually sound, but, you know, mind, body, you know, and soul, just be sound within myself, be sober within myself. And I just use that time to try to do that. And of course, when you are trying to, you know, better yourself or do things that is going to try to help you, of course, there are going to be obstacles that try to um, deter you and, you know, come against what you're trying to do. And so it wasn't easy, you know, not just not, not, you know, talking or interacting on social media, but I also made a very, you know, crazy decision also to not really text or be on the phone as much. And again, you know, a lot of people would probably think, oh my goodness, were you depressed or were you? And it's like, I wasn't depressed. I was at a place in my life where people would say you you hit a fork in the road and you just have to figure out which direction you want to go in and which what direction you want your life to go in and so i hit a fork in the road and i i believe well i won't speak for everybody else but for me personally i felt like i needed to be in silence so i can hear the voice of god and also hear, you know, myself and, and what's going on with me. So with that being said, um, you know, I, I, I believe that when you get older and, and maybe not just when you get older, but as you start to mature, um, you will start to see things clearly 
and you will also start to see people clearly. And um, I'm going to talk about changing seasons um, and and what they mean. Uh, so real quick, this is uh, something that's kind of been in my head for the past few weeks. Um, I've just been like writing. I've just been, you know, thinking and meditating and just really just feeling this topic and also just hearing and seeing other people's lives and regarding this subject. So one thing I've learned and one thing I can tell you is as a recent um, relationships with people are like seasons, you know, they change. And I've kind of made it my philosophy that you cannot expect people to be consistent. And I know that, you know, some people may take offense to that because it's like, well, I'm a consistent person. I don't, you know, I'm not a flake. I, I'm a man or I'm a woman of my word. And, you know, I'm very good to my family, my friends, my spouse, my kids, whatever. I'm not saying showing up, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, doing your duties as a person. I'm not talking about that, but what I'm saying is being consistent, being basically being the person and, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm trying my best to make sure I'm wording this right, but, um, I would, I would say with, without, with what I'm saying with being consistent is not saying that you should remain the same person when you were 12 or 15. I'm saying having that character, having a consistent character. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Um, I do feel like you just can't expect people to be consistent and have that consistent character. And one thing I noticed is once the t- the tides start turning, I already know, okay, this season is up. And um, when I mean, you know, relationships, I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about in general. Um, people, people are interesting, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I, a lot of you know that I moved uh, out of New York into a, a brand new place that is totally not you know the same in any shape or form um and it's forced me to observe it's forced me to kind of like sit back and really watch things and watch people and you know the dynamics and even watch my own dynamics and and friendships and relationships change um, and one thing that I, I will say is that, you know, I when I see that the tides start turning with certain relationships, I kind of already say to myself, you know what, it was a season and I learned a lot from it. I took what I took from it and I I'll go on. We go on and move on about our lives. And one thing I would say is 
I'm, I'm the type of person and I know that there's a lot of other people out there that are the type of people that wear their heart on their sleeves and we're very open and very transparent and we give, 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 give. And sometimes we find ourselves in relationships or friendships that mm, don't give back the same energy. And for me, what I have been, you know, doing for myself and because I have to make sure that I check myself um, is basically like being your own therapist or being your own accountability coach. You know, you you know you. Nobody knows you like you and God. I would say, you know, nobody knows you like you. So you have to you have to know what your triggers are. You have to know who you are as a person and as a friend um, and see like, hey, am I giving too much? Am I doing too much? And the reasons why I say this is because it can save you a lot of hurt and a lot of heartache because, you know, you don't want to be in a half sided or one sided relationship. You know, you don't want to be the one that's constantly giving of yourself and you're not getting anything back. So one thing that I I really, really um, I'm checking in on myself about is the same energy that you give me, I'm giving you back in return. And sometimes it can be hard for me because I love, you know, I love people. I love to talk to people, I like to be around people. Um, I'm kind of what you would call an extrovert introvert. So I am an extrovert. I love to be around people. I'm a people person, but I have introvert moments where such as, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain amount of time my social battery will run out and it's like, okay, I got to go, you know? So I think all of us have a, a mix of both characteristics in us, but, um, I digress. I do, I check myself and I hold myself accountable and I let myself know, Hey, you're doing a little bit too much. Pull back some, you know, if you're not getting what you are giving, you have to pull back. And I always say, you know, sorry, not sorry. You know what I mean? When people, when tides turn and when they start to change, um, I, and it may not be the best thing to do, but for me, it, you have to know what protects you. So I protect myself in a way where it's like, okay, the tides are starting to turn, it's starting to change. What do I do? I fall back a bit. I fade out a little. I let or I let the the relationship fade out a little bit because one thing I will not do is chase after a friendship or run after um someone's uh validation or what you know, I've done that in the past. You know, and I, I am at a place and at an age where I, I'm not doing that no more. Like, you know, it, it, it can be a very tiring way of life and you, oh, and it, you get let down, you'll get let down and you'll get disappointed very easily and very often because you give the power to that person and it is important that you hold the power of how much you let in. 
people and how much you give. Um, you know, I, I had a conversation with, you know, one of my, um, good friends not too long ago. And, you know, she was saying to me, like, you know, someone else that we know felt like I was probably being a little selfish. And I said, you know what, maybe I am. And being selfish, I think sometimes has a bad connotation Sometimes it's not a bad thing. I will not apologize for not picking up the phone when I know what the conversation is going to be. I won't apologize for not texting you back when I know what the conversation is going to be. And if it's, you know, I just spoke to my mom about this. If it's going to be negative, if it's not going to bring me any, you know, positivity or anything that has to do with, you know, bettering myself, yourself or whatever, then I don't really want to hear about it anymore. And, um, you know, a lot of times when you go through some transformation, you know, transformational periods of your life, a lot of people will say, will pull out the, oh, you changed or the, oh, you acting different or you acting funny. And I used to always despise when I heard people say, oh, why are you acting different? Why are you, why are you acting funny? Now I accept it and I love it. I'm like, yes, I am different. Guess what? I am. I, I did change. Um, because I have, you know, I've gone through a process where I feel as though there's certain conversations I cannot have anymore. There's certain things and, you know, I just don't want to touch anymore. And because I want to keep myself pure, I want to keep myself positive and, you know, doing what I got to do. And also saying that I'm a Christian and I'm trying to be like Christ I can't be on, you know, no negativity or what you on, what you want me to be on. So I, I have applied, um, to my life, uh, (laughs) respectfully, I can't pick up, (laughs) you know, I've applied that saying to my life respectfully, I can't pick up. And, um, I'm going to talk a lot more about it. Um, shameless plug on my new radio show. I am going to talk a little bit about it. Um, the podcast, I don't like just to, you know, rabbit trail a little bit. The podcast is definitely different from my new radio show that I have on station head. Um, it's good. It's definitely different. Um, of course there's going to be different things, different topics and stuff, but there will be a few times that I'll probably, you know, continue a conversation on my radio show. And the great thing about it is I'll have people that will call in to be a part of the conversation. And I think that's dope. So yeah, anyways, um, enough with that, (laughs) but I had to put in a shameless plug, Uh, so yeah, continuing with, you know, protecting, like just your peace and your sanity at the end of the day, no one else is living your life, but you, (laughs) you know, let's just be real. No one else is living your life, but you, nobody is paying your bills. Um, you know, well, I can't speak for everybody, but you know, some of us, most of us in the world, nobody's paying your bills. Nobody is 
you know, doing all of that for you. So they can't, you know, you can't give that power to them. You just can't. And um, as I am coming to a close with this episode of season two, um, I really want to drive the point home where I just, I really want us as people, and I'm speaking to everybody, man, woman, young ladies, young guys, I really want you guys to, if you can learn this from an early age, it will save you so much hurt and so much heartache, and that is save yourself first. And there's a reason why there, you know, a lot of people have quoted this or said this, and there is really a reason why on the plane, there is an oxygen bag or mask, but there's oxygen above you. And they tell you to put your oxygen on first. And then if you see your neighbor, whoever struggling, you help them. There's a reason why they say that. I, you can't be a good, a good friend if you aren't first good to yourself. You can't be a good girlfriend, fiance, wife, if you're not good to yourself first. You can't be a good parent if you are not good to yourself first. You have to be good to yourself and you have to take care of yourself first in order to have healthy relationships with everyone around you. And I can't stress it enough. If you need time, take all the time that you need. Take all the moments of silence and just stillness to listen to your, listen to your spirit, listen to yourself, listen to God. You know, because in the silence, there's so much revealed and there's is a popular saying, silence is golden. And the older I get, the more I realize why they say that silence is golden, because honestly, there's so much the silence can give you that being around a bunch of noise can't. You can hear yourself think you can process things. And listen, at the end of the day, we're all flesh. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We all, you know, grow and learn and evolve. There's going to be things that, you know, might not always be a good experience for you. But in that moment where it's not going well, where things seem to be against you, where you have opposition, how does your heart posture look? How does... How is your attitude? You know, sometimes it's hard to smile. It's hard to force a smile. And I'm not going to lie and tell you to plaster on the fakest smile you can. Have a day. You can have some days. But you got to know when to brush yourself and dust yourself off and say, all right, I have soaked enough. I have given myself space and time enough. Now let's continue with what the, with, with the work that I have to do. Don't let situations that were, you know, brought up to, to destroy you actually make you feel like you are defeated and destroyed. You know, that mindset of, oh, so much has come against me. So much has hurt me. So much has taunted me. 
and I just can't see my way out of this. And you stay there. That is the most dangerous thing you can do to yourself. And I'm not saying this because it sounds good. I'm saying it because I lived it, like literally just lived it. Um, you know, I, I'm the type of person where I am very transparent with what goes on and what I've experienced in my life. And one thing I can tell you, everything that has happened to me, um, every, every opposition that has happened to me in within the last two months, I have definitely had days, weeks where I have felt completely defeated. I have felt completely abandoned and left alone. And I felt like God was like far from me. I just, you know, talked to my mom about it. And I'm like, man, I feel like God is pretty far from me right now. And sometimes, you know, not to get too deep, but sometimes God is positioning you or shifting you and into a place where he has you where you are going to feel like you're by yourself. And guess what? That it doesn't feel good, but he needs you where he can see you and only you where it's just you and him and nobody else. So he can do what he told you he's going to do. And so to the person or to the people that are, you know, going through different seasons in their lives and they feel like, oh man, there's so many relationships that have changed in my life. There's so many, you know, oppositions that have come against me. There's so many people that I thought were my friends or my true village. You know, they just changed up like the weather. I'm here to tell you that it is normal. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I had a conversation uh, not too long ago and someone told me uh, and if you and, you know, just to just to kind of like, you know, plug this in here. If you have a chance to sit down and talk to anybody that is older it doesn't have to be, you know, your your grandma, grandpa, just anyone that's older and that you have access to. Please glean and really listen to what they have to say because there's a lot of hidden gems and treasures in what they're saying to you because guess what? They lived life. They were 25 before. They were 30 before. You know, they were 27 before. So listen to what they have to say and, you know, glean from them as much as you can glean from them and, you know, learn, just try to learn, you know, from what they're saying. But back to what um, I was saying, I I had a conversation with someone. Um, She's she's, um, you know, older and she was saying to me, you know, you only need one friend. And it immediately brought me back to what my mom always said to me growing up. And she would always say, her older brother said, friends, you don't need friends. (laughs) And, you know, I think the reason why he said that and the reason why this woman said you only need one, maybe one friend is because the less friends you have, and please take this gem with y'all, 
the less friends that you have, the more drama free your life really is, (laughs) the more peaceful your life can be. Because sometimes all that noise and all that chaos around you, it's, it's too many, it's too many, um, it's too many head chefs in the kitchen. You only can have one head chef. If y'all are into cooking shows, like how I'm into cooking shows, you know that there is one chef, one head chef. There can be cooks, but there is only one head chef. And even with cooks, there can't be too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, when you have too many cooks in the kitchen, sometimes seasonings and flavors get mixed up and it can be a whole big thing, a whole big catastrophe. And you don't want that, you know? So I'm just here to tell you guys, you are not the only one going through changes and seasons of change. You're not the only one that's going through friends switching up on you. You're not the only one that is having opposition against you. You're not the only one. Um, I remember uh, the story of Elijah and it was right after he had had his big triumph over, you know, Jezebel and all those, the false prophets of Baal. And it was so amazing what he did and not what he did, but what God did through him. It was so powerful and so amazing and so victorious. And it was just like Jezebel sent out a threat. All she did was threaten him and it sent him running to the cave. And I remembered the story when he was in the cave He said to God, like, I'm the only one left. And God had to tell him, no, you're not. There are thousands of prophets, true prophets that are still working for me. So sometimes, you know, your flesh, because you have two things working against you and that's your flesh. Yes, your own self and the enemy. And that they can lie to you. You having a pity party, that's only making it worse. And there are lies that, you know, says, well, you're all alone. You're by yourself. Nobody's gonna, nobody understands you. Nobody wants you. Nobody, you know, you're all alone. You're in this by yourself. And I'm here to tell you that you're not by yourself and you're not alone. And to not fear and not to worry about it. Because we know who holds tomorrow. We serve a God that knows what tomorrow brings. And one thing I'll tell you is don't stress about the unknown. Don't stress about what you don't know and what you don't see. Because it can get frustrating at times. I know it can. I'm going through it right now. It gets very frustrating not knowing which way you're going to go, what, what's going to happen next, what's going to come, what's, what's supposed to happen. And one thing I can tell you is be okay with not knowing. 
We have to take our hands off the steering wheel. We have to allow ourselves to get in the passenger seat and allow God to drive us. Allow him to really be the one that writes our story and is in control of our lives. We always have, my mom said it today, like we always have a plan B. I'm guilty of it. I know that there's others out there that are guilty of having plan after plan after plan. Because remember, we're all like, okay, God, well, you know, I'm gonna give it up to you. I know you're gonna work it out, but do you really believe he's gonna work it out? Because if you believe he's gonna work it out, then you'd have, then you wouldn't have any plan B or plan C. So I know that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm talking and I'm kind of a little bit all over the place, but I really said all this to say, people change just like seasons change. But one thing that remains and never changes is God. So I love you guys. Um, you know, this episode was really, um, just the introductory episode of season two and what season two is to bring, you know, more honesty, more, you know, love, more advice, more, you know, just more life skills and life lessons, but also tools that are going to help you take care of yourself. And these are things that, like I said before, I'm not just talking because it sounds good. I'm talking because I go through it and I've already been through it, you know? So I love you guys for listening. I pray and hope that you have an amazing rest of the week, rest of the night, rest of the month. And there are going to be great things coming for everyone. There's going to be great things. Love you guys. Thank you for listening.